just. I was sitting in a petrol station last night and I was calming and oh mother of god the window got tapped three <laughs> times in ten minutes they are that mad. was the one lad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're mental about it yeah, that's don't go to rock subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember effortless shave magnificent mo. Let's turn our attention to uh, England and how they're going to get on in the World Cup. I'm delighted to say Clive Allen is with us. Clive, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thank you. And you? Um, well, look, we're we're interested in how this football is going to play out. Uh, what's your level of hope slash expectation for this England team at the moment? Well, I think the uh, the group draw has been favourable. They're in a group with uh, USA, Iran and Wales that they can certainly, I think, first and foremost, if they can win, fantastic for the knockout stages. Um, then I think that could work as well, as long as we win the group. So there's a there's a path already there if um, if we get the right results. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a really fascinating group stage. But I think that um, they've come into it not in the best of form. They'll they'll need to get off to a good start. Um, and as we know, once you get a good start, normally the ball starts rolling. Everybody um, everybody gets behind the England team, and and uh, we we start dreaming. There's been some talk about what formation Gareth Southgate might use and I don't know if it's again more trying to manifest change but it's unlikely he's going to make significant changes is it over the course of this tournament from what we've seen in the last two tournaments which have served him so well No I think uh, you're absolutely right he will stick to the the tried and trusted uh, players first and foremost the ones that have, have certainly done well for him in the tournaments they might not be in good form with their clubs or particularly um, prominent with their clubs, Aguirre as an example. But I think that, um, you know, Gareth will, will know what he has. He knows the players. He's worked with them for a long time now. So I think that, um, you know, he will, he will go for the ones that he can trust in. It's, it's one of the things that, um, coming from Ireland, we we know that you don't actually have the opportunity to always pick players who are in brilliant form and players rise to the occasion in international football many times, particularly in in a good team dynamic. Um, I, it, it, the corollary to that, though, is that if Harry Maguire starts and makes mistakes early, he'll get absolutely slaughtered in the press and that'll lead to trouble. So it's very high pressure for Harry Maguire. How does Southgate relieve a little bit of that pressure and make it easier for him to play something close to his best football? Well, I think just just confiding in him that he believes in him, he knows that he's he's produced in the in the tournaments before, um, and I think he'll emphasise all those factors. Um, certainly, lots of positives and, and very few, if any, negatives. And um, you know, Gareth's played there himself. He's had he's had um, incredible press for missing penalties in big competitions. So he he's been there. He knows, or he will understand the way that Harry Maguire's feeling. It's difficult, isn't it? Like, and it's difficult, I think, for England fans at the moment to feel too much hope, given that they're just a little bit anxious about so many of the players being a little bit just a tick off in some cases their best form, and in Maguire's case, like his best form has deserted him. Yeah, but I do think we've, we've got a lot of players who are, who are very exciting, very much looking forward to a World Cup. You look at some young talent, Foden, Bellingham. Um, obviously, Madison's been added to the to squad. Grealish, I think, um, has the ability to, to be a star in this World Cup. You have a prolific goal scorer in Harry Kane. So the, the ingredients are there. I think 
defensively, yes, you would say um, if if England are vulnerable, it is perhaps how the defence play. But I think he'll go for Walker if fit, Stones and Maguire. So um, I think all the ingredients are there for for England to to get through the group and, and progress to the knockout stages. And, and and obviously, once you're there, you never know. We've 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 gone deep into the last couple of big competitions, and I think that experience as well will hold us in good stead. Are there any omissions from the squad, Clive, that you feel are glaring? Like I know Ivan Tony stuck the hand up uh, after after the squad was named and scored a couple of goals at the weekend. But is there anyone you think should be on the plane? Um, no, I have to say that I think that um, you know Gareth had a difficult problem in selecting and or, or leaving out, not so much selecting, but leaving out players, um, and that was a nice problem for him to have. I think it's just about the strongest England group, uh, obviously barring the injuries where those players can't travel, but um, Rhys James, for example. But um, no, I think it's a very, very a well-balanced squad. Is left-back an area of concern? Like I know to, to win a World Cup or to go deep, you, you, I guess you have to have strength and depth and, and look, injuries to Ben Chilwell, for example, haven't haven't helped that. But say, for example, Luke Shaw was to pick up a knock or whatever. There does seem to be a lack of depth there. I know Saka has played left wing back at times and they could play Trippier over there but he's of course going to be on the right flank if, if Walker's not fit so it could be an area of concern maybe. Um, yeah if there's one potential problem area it might be at left back but I think that uh, Shaw's done well for England. He was fantastic in the Euros. Um, obviously you know again the whole competition it, it can come down to some, some injuries and players who, who are missing during the competition but I think that Trippier has been absolutely outstanding at Newcastle this season can play on that left side it's not his, his favourite side but he, I think he's such a good professional that um, Gareth will know that he could play him as a left left back or left wing back de- depending on the, on the uh, you know the system that he deploys I was chatting to, to Neville Southall recently and, and he was I wouldn't say confident but um, certainly felt that Wales could maybe cause a, an upset of sorts against, against England in the group and you look at the United States squad as well and you think that's fairly strong and, and of course they have the World Cup to host next time around as well so are there banana skins? I know it's a ran up first which you'd expect England to get through but could the US and, USA and uh, Welsh games prove tougher than people think maybe? Yeah, absolutely. I think the USA squad is very strong. I think, uh, you know, they've gained a lot of experience, players playing throughout Europe, players playing in the Premier League. Um, and I think that uh, they will come very confident. Um, that they will look at it first and foremost that they have a realistic opportunity of getting out of the group with, with England or Wales. I think they would feel that Wales are probably going to be their biggest danger. So, um, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be very, very interesting. Um, and it could come down to obviously England playing Wales in that last game and England needing to win and um, Wales needing something because the US will probably feel confident going into or could have, could get themselves into a position going into the Iran game last of the group where uh, where they will qualify. Uh, who's your back three? Um, well, all, all fit Walker, Stones and Maguire would be my, my three choices. Um, with the wing backs Luke Shaw and um, and certainly on on the right side, it, it's up for debate. But I think Trippier is in fantastic form at the moment, 
So that that would be the way I would go with a with a back five. I think that would be Gareth's preferred way. Certainly for the big games, anyway. He has sometimes used a back four for the games where they expect to be on the front foot and, and have more of the ball. But you do wonder if that's going to happen or if he'll just go straight away with the, the back three, given Maguire's form isn't great. Does that then mean that you don't get Bakayo Saka in the team further up? Or does he come in instead of, I don't know, maybe Raheem Sterling, whose form isn't great at the moment? Yeah, quite possibly. I think that is a choice that Gareth has to make between Saka and Sterling. I would have Rice and Bellingham as the, the two midfield players. Um, I'd like to see Foden playing off of off of Kane, Saka off the right. Um, and then I think, you know, the options are there for Gareth. I think we'll see it because I think we'll be strong in that first game. Um, Gareth knows he needs to get off to a winning start. Everybody knows that when you're playing in, um, obviously, a, a tournament situation. You want a three-point start to give you a great chance of, of obviously, one winning the group and certainly progressing from the group. Is this England's strongest squad? I've sort of said, Clive, that some people believe it's their strongest squad since 2006, maybe. Yeah, I think there's a nice balance. I think there's there's lots of options. I think there's there's some versatility in, in where players can play, um, and I do think there's a confidence about this England group. They know from experience now from that the last World Cup campaign, the European Championships, that um, you know they can they can go deep into the competitions, and that in itself, I think, will uh, will mean that they they'll they'll be quietly confident. I don't think they'll be overconfident, but they'll be quietly confident that they could go a long way in this World Cup. Yeah, that uh, that's the one thing, right? It's like, um, in a way, being beaten in a final there's so much disappointment and there's a bit of negativity about the decision around the penalties and all that kind of stuff but they reached the final of a, of a tournament like you know if if they go further <laughs> they're obviously going to win something but people will look back on that as oh we're building for something as opposed to oh that was the end it's a disaster I guess what I'm saying is that there's a massive overreaction to the 15 minutes or the 5 minutes of the penalty shootout versus actually reaching that point which is you know obviously as we know further than England have gone in a very long time Absolutely. Um, you know, it, you look at any successful teams, they, as they're building, they, they have these disappointments. They recover from them. They, they adapt and, and they adjust going forward. And then when they get into those situations, they call upon that experience. And I think this England group have done that from obviously World Cup semi-final to European Championships final. Um, and, and I think everything's been geared up the way that the whole group, not just the individuals, but the whole group, the whole England party, that staff as well, the manager, his staff, um, all the all the players that have been in the squads that have experienced it, all the development that have, has happened in a lot of these players through the young England groups, it's all been geared up to, to obviously go really well in this competition. Do you think win or lose that this is the end of the road from Southgate's perspective, that actually... He's, he's done his time or do you see a way that actually he stays and takes the team through to the Euros? No, I can see him carrying on. I think that um, what he's done with this group of players and how it's developed has been has been spectacular. Um, the only the only disappointment is that we, we couldn't we couldn't win when we got to that Euro final. Um, but um, I think that um, he's done everything he possibly could as the England manager. He's developed himself as well which has been um, a great credit to him. If you'd asked most people twelve months ago, Clive, will, will Marcus Rashford be even in the squad? Never mind, you know, someone who, who could well be be a starting player in in the big games for England at this, at this tournament. You'd have 
I've said you were crazy, but he's all of a sudden coming into some sort of form, getting plenty of game time at United as well. So from that perspective, you know, a, a Marcus Rashford on form is a really, really dangerous thing for England. Absolutely. And, and England need him alongside Harry Kane or as, a, as, a, as an option for Harry Kane. Um, Marcus Rashford, the footballer, I think, has, um, has reinvented himself at Manchester United. You can see the confidence in his game. Um, I think his focus has been really, really good. Um, and that bodes well for England than Marcus Rashford in this World Cup. James Madison was a was an interesting inclusion. There was nervous moments as well, I guess, when when he picked up the hamstring injury last weekend. But of course, it's only a, it's only a minor problem. Um, adds a lot of a bit of something different, I guess, to that England attack and, and the threat from set pieces as well, Clive. Which look, who knows, might be important. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, those moments in games that can make the difference. I think we have the potential of a, a number of those players, Madison, Grealish, Foden. Um, I think Bellingham gives us an, a, a goal-scoring attacking option from midfield. Um, Saka, again, grew through the Euros, was fantastic. So I think there's there's lots of potential match winners, which, in a, in a again, in a tournament situation, is what you need. Games can be tight. It can be moments that make the difference, and um, I think that Gareth has a number of options for for those occasions. Which theory do you subscribe to when it comes to penalties? Do you, like, do you, do you practice? Do you over practice? Do you not look at them? Is it hard to replicate the pressure of a of a penalty shootout? Regardless, there's not much point, or just leave it to each individual player. Or how do you think they should or will approach that? Well, it's a it's a very difficult one because you're you're an individual in that situation. Um, obviously, you'll go you go to take those penalty kicks with your thoughts in your mind. Some players like to practice. Some players practice every day after training for for five ten minutes. Um, there there can be generic sessions where the whole group will will practice. I think that England did their preparations for the for the penalty kicks through the Euros, and they they came came good. And I think that um, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, if that routine isn't isn't continued, there'll be attention to detail that um, games could come down to penalty kicks, and I think England will be well prepared. Uh, what do you think is going to happen, Clive? What What's your instinct about where this is going to go for England now? I, I, I think England will get to the semi-finals. I think that, um, and if they get to the semi-finals, then then anything can happen. It is getting that far. Um, obviously, you know there'll, there'll be a surprise team along the way. There'll, there'll be a surprise result we know that's going to happen but I think that um, England know what they need to do um, and the deeper they go into the competition I think the, the more the belief grows and again as I say they will draw on the experience they've had over the last four years that um, that could pay big dividends for them Sterling and Luke Shaw were kind of uh, two key standout performers for them in the last tournament is there anybody unexpected that you think might step up and actually be very important for England over the next month? Oh, for me, Jude Bellingham. Uh, Bellingham, I, I know we know of Jude Bellingham, but watching him play for Dortmund, uh, Champions League, and now for England, I, I think he um, he's an outstanding talent. I think he dovetails really well with Declan Rice. Um, he's an attacking midfield player who can score goals, and, and that could be something that could make the difference. Uh, obviously, England, you look at England, you're always going to be identifying Harry Kane to stop him getting chances, getting opportunities. Uh, but I think Bellingham could play a massive part. If, if Jude Bellingham has a, has a big World Cup, England could go very close to winning it. I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of the, the England fans, some accusations of, of some fake fandom over there at the minute in Qatar, Clive. A lot of uh, 
um, I guess locals wearing England jerseys and I suppose the, the England fans from over uh, in England haven't really travelled over just yet but it's going to be a strange World Cup from, from many perspectives Yes it will but I think um, I think we have to focus on the games the, the competition the, the world's coming together um, they, it, 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 in a weird way it's going to be one of the fairest World Cups I think we'll see in respect that the grounds are all around Doha there's, there's not travelling you're not travelling thousands of miles to go into altitude or, or, or then back below sea level um, and then um, I think that all, all the ingredients are for a very fair World Cup pitches will be the same the climate is going to be exactly the same for all the players um, they come into the tournament having been six months into their domestic seasons. Yes, players pick up injuries, but you do when you're playing your league campaigns anyway. But um, I, I think it's going to be a, a fascinating and a very enjoyable World Cup. Clive, good stuff. Thanks a million for joining us. Cheers. Absolute pleasure. Cheers. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode.